Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Let's Talk About It. You are listening to the 1,459th episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. I am your girl, Adrienne Misunderstandings Allen, and alongside with me, I have my sisters, Sister Janice Mima Hudson. Praise the Lord, everybody. And I got Chassie, Pastor, Tylene, Toy, Chassie, Chat Cat, CEO, Visionary, all of the above. Praise the Lord, everybody. How y'all doing this evening? I hope that they are as fired up and ready as I am, because I can tell you that if this is your first time listening to Purpose Kingdom Network, you got to go and check out the archives. We have 1,458 episodes, to be exact, and you can also listen to us on PKN Radio. Now, hey, if you got an Alexa, did you know you can say, hey, Alexa, activate or enable PKN Radio. And guess what, y'all? You will be able to hear gospel music coming out of your own homes, your own respective radios. This is what we're doing now, and this is what we will be doing in the future. Today is a day that if you are able to get as comfortable as possible, I need you to get as comfortable as possible. Because if you can touch five different people right now, too, send like five different texts, you might need to send five different texts. You need to tell five different people that you're about to go on the air. And when you're about to go on the air, you are listening to Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It is the place where we have began a lot of discussion I want to say maybe 2019, ladies, like the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020, and then we just, like, start Amen. every day after that, like, water cooler stuff, like, water cooler stuff, change the atmosphere. We got to go in the drive and just tell them to change the words. Don't talk like that. You know what I mean? You don't got to say that mm-hmm. about the girl. Stop talking about the girl. Ask the girl if she needs some help. That that kind of stuff. We, we, we changed it. And before you know it, we start to see it falling out into the – the commercials and the things that we were watching on television. And, you know, it wasn't so much bad programming because for a long time there was just bad programming. Do y'all remember that? Bad programming. It was like we didn't know if we were seeing straight commercials, gay commercials. Like it was just everything. Remember that? It was just like everything was going every which way. So I thank God that we had a platform. I thank God that we had the idea to come to the table and say, "Uh uh-uh, let's talk about it. So tonight, this 1,459th episode, what we are going to do tonight is we are going to talk about something. But when we talk about this, this is going to be the new, new thing that we talk about. This is going to be the new, new thing that needs to be addressed. This is the new, new thing that every time we see it, now we have to just look at it a little bit different and figure out this is exactly what these ladies were talking about. And what am I supposed to do now? This is for you. 
So if you are with us tonight and you would like to call in live, the number to call in is 319-527-6091. Again, the number is 319-527-6091. Don't forget, if you do want to speak, press 1. That cues the board. You'll hear the beep, and then it's your turn to speak. But meanwhile, ladies, now I don't know how or whatever it happened. I think it was Chappy that started this whole mess. But I'ma put it like this. Matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, we gotta do it the right way because what happens is it did y'all know that when you are on your way to greatness and when you are doing what God is calling you to do, that all hell is gonna break loose in the process of you doing it? Do you know that? Well, if you didn't know, yes, it, if you didn't know it, let me be the first to say. What you say, Mima? I said, do we know it? Tell me about it. And I'm telling y'all, if y'all don't know about it, well, if you don't know about it, welcome to the kingdom. Because see, what happened is, I'm going to tell you, he don't have to mess with everybody. And that's what sometimes mm-hmm. people don't fail to realize. He don't have to mess with everybody. Because, see, if you're not doing anything that would cause him harm, he ain't really got to mess with you. You know, he's out there working with the ones that are really diligently trying to change their lives. They are looking at things and, and, and purging themselves of the things that are not like them or the things that they have picked up along their journey that they can get rid of so that they can come back to a, na- a better them. That's when he shows up. He don't just show up when you're watching your love of hip-hop because everybody mm-hmm. in love of hip-hop is doing whatever they're loving and hip-hop and doing. He ain't going to come there. <laughs> he don't need to mess with you there. You're messing with your own stuff because you're stuck on hip-hop. I mean, I'm just letting anybody, somebody know. I just happen to walk into a house the other day, and they were on the love of the hip-hop. And I realized, oh, God, that's a whole nother day. Like, look, look, oh, God, we can talk about it a little bit, but first, maybe we can get back to the love of the hip-hop. But right now, who's going to set this atmosphere straight in his place? Because this is about to get reckless. And I know it's going to get reckless because at the end of the day, what we're talking about is going to cause reckless because somebody needs to put this thing out and, like, Lay it on a skillet. Yes. But I think we need to have covering before we do the killing. You know so what? Ladies. I'm going to ask Mother Janice if she'll start us in prayer tonight because we, we need the covering of a mother tonight. With this conversation, we, we need a mother's prayer. So, Mother Janice, could you lead us in prayer tonight? Yes, I can, lady. Yes, I can. Uh, I'm Father, with you in heaven. I come to you, Lord, as long as I know how. Actually, Lord, please, Father God, please, please, just put your healing arm around your children in the world today, Lord Jesus. Lead them and guide them in the right way, Lord. Lead them and guide them and let them know that you're there for them in their time of need, Lord Jesus. Let them know that you're the way, the truth, and the life, Lord. And let them know that you're the peace to all their understanding. Give them strength, knowledge, and understanding. And, Lord, whatever they're going through, whatever turmoil they're going through, 
let them know that you're their strength in the midst of them, in the midst of well, Lord Jesus. Give them all, Lord. Give them all you, Lord Jesus, and cover them all in your blood. It's in your mighty name that I do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. That's right. Even in the breakup, you understand where I'm coming from to the point where it says that you can't have this. This will not be a place where you will be able to sit and reside for this time because we need and we need a clear understanding. We need a clear understanding and a nice, even resolve so that by the end of this thing, we'll be able to look at this and say when we see it tomorrow, because we will see it tomorrow, we will be so much more equipped, so much more prepared, and so much more ready and willing to offer this stuff. So now, Chappie, yeah. I need you to tell them, tell the people what happened before we just go on and tell, tell them how you came up about this, because cause I'm, I'm having a hard time myself just, just, just understanding where you was at and what were you doing. Oh. But, uh, okay. help me out. With the type of work I do outside of ministry, I go into a lot of day camps and daycares and child care centers, community centers. And in all of these locations, they have children books, story time, encouraging the children to read. Well, I was at a location that I'm not going to name, <laughs> I'm going to encourage parents, wherever your children are, you might want to go in and look in the library section of the so-called children's books to see what is actually being read to your children. And just because a book can be found in the children's section does not make it a children's book. However, at one of my visits, they were doing story time, and they begun to read some books. Now, mind you, the children that I was working with were between the ages of three and five. Maybe the oldest might have been six, but most of them were between the ages of three three and five. Three being the youngest in the room that I was in. So now, the name of these books, Do You Want to Play with My Balls? Sounds harmless at the first what, reading what, what of it. Do you want to play with my ball? And when you look at the picture, it's a bunch of children, and they have all different types of rubber balls, yellow, red, blue, purple, you know. It looks like what the story is entitled based on that first picture. And then you begin to read this book. You begin to hear the stories, and as you do, you realize that what they um, are saying is for children is not for children. So I'm just going to just go over a couple of pages of do you want to read my, do you want to play with my balls? Um, and and it, I'm going to read it and you tell me what you think. It starts with, hey, Louie, do you want to play with my ball? Sure, Chuck. I can hold your ball sack so it won't drag the ground. Wow, your balls are so big I can't even fit them in my mouth. 
and it goes on and on. It talks about a little girl named Sally who, when she plays with the little boys' balls, they always end up blue, and it goes on from there. Another story that we ended up um, listening to today was called, uh, oh, my goodness, I can't, oh, I'm sorry, The Book of Butts. And it talks about the different types of butts and the different names that we have for butts and how some are big and some are small and some sag and some rise. And, again, this is for children between the ages of three and five. Then there was a book called I Need a New Butt. And it starts off with a little boy bent over staring at himself in the mirror, and he goes, Oh, no, I must have broke my butt. There's a crack that I see in the center of my back. And it goes on from there. Um, And it gets worse as it goes along. You think of all the things that could go with it. The next one was um, somebody, Brenda's beaver needs a cut. That's what it was. Brenda's beaver needs a cut. And they talk about this woman named Brenda and, how she took her beaver to the beach and she put her beaver in the bikini and how it hung out on the edges and how people laughed and her friends grabbed her. And it it, is just that that's what the stories were. The stories were, although they say they were geared for children, the wording in these stories are not really child appropriate. And the part I think that really got me was when I asked the question about the type of book that was being read, the statement was made, well, we as the adults can't take a negative view of literature. And I'm looking at them like, you know, we just took Dr. Seuss off the shelves. Okay. Because y'all said All right. that the pictures he drew, not the words he said, but the pictures he drew were inappropriate and derogative, yet y'all are telling me that these books are okay to stay on the children's self. And to me, what the one that I think really got into me the, the worst with even those four that I named was the gay BC. We're not even letting the child get old enough to get to an age to decide what they are or are not attracted to, but we're going to get them books called the gay BCs. I I was done. I I literally was done. And when that was the response, I said, okay, this conversation has to come to the table. Because I don't know, maybe they're right and I'm wrong, and this is okay for us to put in front of our children, but I'm just having a hard time with it. So, ladies, you let me know what you think. (laughs) Well, first and foremost, you said they were reading a book out loud? Like someone was reading this book out loud? Okay, so we... So the person that was reading the book is the person that you spoke with, and they are the ones that said that you can't have that type of bias or whatever. 
towards the word? Correct. Correct. Towards literature. Okay. Okay. I'm lost for words. I, I'm really I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to embrace that person and where they were coming from because there's a moment in there where I'm still like, no, because it's not written in a manner, no, what the hell are you talking about? No. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know what that sound like, Pastor. Yeah, wait a minute. It sounds like, say that again. For all those in the listening audience, I know it is not often that you tune into the table and we are sort of stuck and stumbling like, ooh, where do we even go with this? Because there's so many places you can go. But we want to know what y'all think, too. So if you're listening in, 319-527-6091, if you're on the live live stream, and if you're already on the line, just press 1 and let us know what you think about these books. But go ahead, uh, Sister Jan- Mother Janice. I'm sorry. What was you going to say? I was saying that you know what that sound like when they said uh, it is not for the adult to. Uh, how, what did you say? They said it's not for the adult to. Uh, you as an adult teacher to uh, get upset or anything like that, but it's to okay for you to read that book and teach somebody else's child something wrong, and then that child go home and tell their parent, and then mm-hmm. guess what? You have a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now here we go. Wait, wait a minute. So now I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm. Go ahead, Adria. I just want to let uh-huh. you know we do have a caller on the line, and call as soon as Sister Adrian oh. finishes her response. We'll bring the caller on. Go ahead, Sister Adrian. I'm thinking bring the caller on because I, I, all I was going to say is I was going to try to channel where this where this person would would be able to say that because because of the fact that one our children do have to learn, two our parents are not really taking the initiative to do any type of parenting, and then is this the type of way that they are? You know what I'm saying? Like addressing situations. I mean, these are not the ways to address the situations, but is this a bad attempt to, I mean, damn, what kind of district is this? Do the people know that this is happening in their district? They don't know that the kids is getting this damn stuff read to them. Come on, bring the caller on. Call her, because that don't make no damn sense. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, yeah, praise the Lord. I'm making oh, like, this is praise the Lord. Yeah, praise the Lord. Help us out. You know what? <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Remember when that one little lady took her out of school and it took this step back and let it happen? Where is the church? What are we going to do about this? You know, it's it starts in legislation, right, in our government. I think we should start writing to them and tell them, no, this shouldn't be happening. What's a three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old need to know about stuff like that? What is the purpose of that? Make sure the school, they are going to school to learn. This is learning that's going to help them live right. That's like that they should be knowing about. That's confusing mm-hmm. to them. Right? 
Amen. But what are we going to do? What are we going to do as the body of Christ? What are we going to do about it? You know, I look at y'all. You know what? Start Hello. That's why Hello. we're here on Let's Talk About It because there ain't no right. such thing as the body of Christ to allow this mess to go on. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I'm glad y'all putting it out there. Exactly. I didn't know that was going on. I'm sure a lot of people don't know that was going on. What's it doing? So I'm glad you bring it to the forefront. So we have to come up with the Oh, yeah, you have to bring it to the know. forefront. Yeah. This is crazy. We, what Let's see if they were hearing out loud. This is like literature. Come on, man. Yeah, we can take care of it. We'll take the Bible out of school. Well, we can bring some new literature into school, you know? And that that's actually a, a new literature, the literature that replaced the Bible. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. That, and, and that's what it is. They took out Dr. Seuss book because of something about the drawing that they didn't like. Dr. Seuss. They didn't even do a big level. That's not confusing at all, right? And they can replace it with this. Right. They, no, they, no. Took out, they took out the Dr. Seuss books because they said in some of the pictures, um, the way that they displayed people from the Orient was um, racist and it played on uh, what's the word I want stereotypes it played on stereotypes and they said that some of the black characters that he drew pictures of in the book played on stereotypes and um, some of the books because of the the time that it was written in had some racial slurs in it that made them take that's Dr. That's, that's sort of made them wipe Dr. Seuss out for the most part. You know what I mean? But that's ridiculous. We as kids looking at that book, or grew up on that book, we didn't see it like that. Correct. Exactly. Nobody like saw it like that. But then, but then we got a win to it, and then we make a big stance on stuff, and we believe that we're teaching stuff because, you know, Mercy tales, is, you know how we, we know so much about the truth of life. So then we stand so mm-hmm. strong on things and we make people do things and we've changed orders and stuff, not realizing that we're really just giving free reign for anybody to just come on in and do whatever the hell they want to do. Because you're right, Toy, but somewhere down the line, we cannot keep going it's like a tip or a tat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If we can't keep doing yeah. this one here, this one here is a little bit crucial. This is vulgar. It's nothing. Listen, okay, I don't care about Brenda and the box and all that, but there's a way that you, there's a way that we, there's a way that we should teach our life skills to our children. And these are not the books that should be doing. This is an unacceptable Amen. way of doing it. This is not a circle time book. Do you understand? We are not Man. sitting in circle time learning how to put Justin's balls in our mouth. It ain't happening. You know the Bible said they they, they um they weaker but they're wiser, you know, and with all that going on, they found a way to try to flip the situation and put things in their perspective. When you and I both know that their perspective is awful. Yes. And that's yes. 
funny because that that proves the point. And every day I've been trying to say it is Pride Month. It's Pride Month, and I want someone to answer the question. And tonight might be the night that I'm out here, and maybe y'all can help me answer the question. Because I am wanting to know what is the lesson that I'm supposed to teach my three-year-old boy when we see you, man, in the dress in the store. I need to be able to say something because at the end of the day, I have a duty to raise my child. Y'all got whatever shenanigans is going on in this world. I want to know who has the who has the final on what it is that we're supposed to teach this three-year-old. Obviously, now that I know it needs to be a three-year-old because this is a three-year-old book that we're discussing. Mm-hmm. But what are we supposed to be saying to this three-year-old about all of this freedom and and whatever else is going on? Someone needs to explain it to me in the manner of the fact that I understand it's okay to be free. I understand that it's all right and I'm not allowed to say anything and all that kind of stuff. And I got to embrace it as if I don't even see the dress or whatever. I really want to know, what am I supposed to do? What do I teach my three-year-old? What does my three-year-old know about this? What do I have to say? And what is my obligation or his legal guardian? Well, first of all, uh, Sister Adrian, your your three-year-old is going to listen to you. Your three-year-old is going to be understanding to you. But the um, true question is, is while you're working and your three-year-old is at daycare, what are they teaching him? So it's up to you as the parent to let, the daycare or the teachers in the school know that my, if you're reading such and such, then my kid is not allowed to be in there to listen. So you find a place for my kid to be by itself, or you don't read that book in the presence of my child. Amen? Amen. Where I'm at with it is that the books need to come out. Period. Definitely. If one person right. did not I'm looking at it like, yeah, somebody needs to find out the district. We need to find out the district. And my, my how did the books get there? How did they allow them? So, so you know, saying, it's like literally. a chain of command of everything. So with the chain of command, then uh, somebody of, and of, of higher power allowed them books to get past them in on the um, bookshelves in the school. That's what I'm well, saying. That's why I, I believe that whatever that, whatever that school was, whoever that school is, we need to go and we need to really figure that out because at the end of the day, whatever's sitting on their board of directors, like mm-hmm. like Janice just said, either, either they do know and they should be ashamed and reprimanded for it, or they don't know and should still be ashamed and be reprimanded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Regardless of the case, it should not be read and reading. It should definitely not be read aloud. Like, this is not... Th- th- Amen. Don't read it too much. This is, this is where I'm at Amen. with it. If one person who was an atheist and did not believe in God could take prayer and Bible reading 
out of the Amen. schools. Amen. Go ahead, Pastor. Then we Tell as the body Tell of the Christ. Tell them the truth, Pastor. Stop being punks. And we need to say, you know what? Let them know. This is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. This is not okay. I don't care where you are. I don't care what. It's unacceptable. It's just that simple. It's unacceptable. Yes. To answer your question, Adrian, you said, what do you teach your child? You do what God's word says. You train your child up in the way that he or she should go. The problem is that that scripture applies to all. Train the child up in the way he should go, and when he or she is old, they will not depart from it. But if I train that child up in negativeness, if I train that child up in evilness, then that's what that child is going to grow into because that's what I trained them up in. It it almost takes me back to... A few days ago when we were talking about backsliding and we talked about putting a sponge in dirty, muddy, mucky water and putting the sponge in clean, crystal clear water. Both of them are going to absorb the water that it's in. The dirty sponge is going to absorb the dirty, mucky water. And when you squeeze it out, you're going to see dirt and mud and sediment from what it was in. The same with the clear crystals water. When you squeeze out that sponge, that water is still going to be crystal and clear. You could cook in it, drink with it, wash with it, whatever. But the sponge absorbs up what it sits in. Our children are sponges. Amen. We are allowing our children, because of society's mandates and dictates, to be placed in dirty, mucky water. And then when they hit the ages of 12, 13, and 14, and they start squeezing out some of that stuff they've been sitting in, we want to make it the children's fault when we're the ones that put it in them. Amen. Amen. where it belongs. We got to get to a place where we say, no, it's enough. We got to get to a place where we say we standing on God's word. That's our that's firm right. foundation, and that's what we're going to stand Amen. on. Amen. Amen. That sounds about the only thing we need to do right now. Anything other than that, anything other than that would be be, be wasted. Um, mm-hmm. the problem, the problem really truly is that it's like, that's just one little aspect of it. And it's one little aspect of it and it's hitting, that's the hitting the baby. So that's what makes it really, really bad because what we look at today in our world, right? Like, I know that, mm-hmm. I, how do you say like, if they could just all disappear, like, if they could just all be swallowed up, like, gone. You know what I mean? Like, let's just say everybody, you don't see anybody, but just a few good people that are doing kingdom work. But all of the other mm-hmm. people that are, like, in the way, out of the way. Like, imagine that it would be an out-of-the-way thing. But we think mm-hmm. that everything is okay until we realize that the babysitter that has our two and our three-year-olds are actually the ones feeding the storm. 
Do you understand? Mm. Wow. Like what we're going through right now uh, is the problem. Like I see this every day as our problem. But this is a really, really major problem to me because this is telling me that you are breaking this madness down that we're living right now to a two- and three-year-old. Exactly. It's a shame. You know, we all have to come together. Like Pastor said, we, we got to come together. The warriors of Christ have to come together. We have to stand for something. And we don't stand for anything. We have to stand for something. And the something that we need to stand for is to stand for the real. Stand for what it is. Stand for Christ. Let them know that as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And this is what we're putting down in our household. So as well as our household, meaning our community, meaning our children. You know, like like we grew up. We grew up with a village. You know, so we have to make That's sure right. that we continue on our village. We continue on with that village. You know, if you still have a few of those villagers, then let's get those villagers together and stand for what we know. Stand for the right, stand for the good, and stand. And we have to, we have to stand for Christ. Because I'm not going to sit here. If my grandson come to me and say to me, my, my 15-year-old grandson say to me, Grandma, I think I like boys. I'm going to look at my grandson and I'm going to tell him just like this. Well, if you think that you like boys, then you wait till you get of age to leave my home. You will not bring it in my house. You will not talk to anybody outside of being a, a young man, and no man, young man going to call my house and talk to you. So as long as you're under my roof and in my household, you're going to talk to me as a young man, and I'm going to continue on teaching you and raising you as a young man that you're going to grow up and turn up. And if you decide that you want to be in another life, then you do that outside of my door. I'm not going to put you out at 15 years old, but as soon as you turn 18 years old and you come here and switch or put on a skirt or something like that, you find your own place. But right now you're going to see a boy in my house. Sounds crazy. And that's what what the problem is, because we have gotten to a point where we do that, though. Say that again. Is that the is that the is that is that the love that okay. So right now what what goes on is you know, when you when you when you go to church you you, you do this, you're following Jesus, you're you list you're learning and you're doing. So just with me and myself right there. That's where the issue mm. comes in. That's where the situation comes in. Because at the end of the day, I mean, what happened to loving on me through it because of the fact that the love, like, what is, how do they say it? Like, you love on me so much that I want to just not do it that way. But Jesus, Jesus Christ tells us in Jesus Christ Jesus Christ tells us in his word that we are to love the sinner and hate the sin. 
Amen. Just because I'm told to love the sinner doesn't mean that I have to allow the sinner to continue to sin in front of me or around me. It's the same thing of we're looking at it through the eyes of homosexuality. Let's look at it through a different eye because sin is sin. I have a son. My son is married, but my son, bless God, this ain't a situation, y'all. I'm just using this as an example. But my son decides he's going to cheat on his wife. Am I going to allow my son to do it because he's my son and I love him? Or am I going to tell him he's wrong and he can't do that around me, in front of me? He can't bring no side thing to my house. He can't. It's the same philosophy. Let's take it out of that and go to murder. I have a child that commits murder, and I know my child committed this murder. It wasn't self-defense. It was a situation where they got into an argument. My child got real, real mad and pulled out a gun. We see this happen in society every day. Do you hide your child? Do you sit and go, oh, murder's wrong, but I'm a loved one. Yeah, I'm going to love on you, but you're going to have to answer for some of what you've done. Amen. You're going to have to answer for some of what you're doing. And that's why I, I feel like there's such a fall away from the church, not because so much that people aren't showing the love, but people don't want to admit that what they're doing is wrong. Fornication is wrong. If I'm sitting there and I'm sleeping around, or if I'm sleeping with anybody and I'm not married to them, I'm sinning. Which parent would allow their daughter to bring some boyfriend into their house to have sex with them in their house and their minor children? Not married. But we love them, so we're going to let them do it. If I love you, I'm going to correct you. If I love you, I'm going to give you the wisdom and the instructions that God had given to me Amen. in his word. Amen. Now, you have the freedom to make your own choice. I'm still going to love you. You just can't do it with me. That's it. That's it. I'm still going to love you. You just can't do that here with me. When I was in the schools, I used to teach a dance class in the high school, and there was one young man, and he stated that he was a homosexual. Fine, son, that's your choice. That's your your decision. Well, he came into my class one day in my dance class with a tutu skirt on. Oh, no, sweetheart, I'm sorry, you can't do that here. And the statement, oh, well, you got to understand, he feels like he's a female. I don't care what he feels like. He was birthed a male. When I do my roll call, I call a boy's name, a male's name. That's what can come into my classroom. And if the staff didn't like, y'all can let me go at any given time because I have more fear in the God that created me and the God who can kill my flesh and my soul than I do for for man here. I'm sorry. We as saints got to start saying either it's God's way or it's not. Either God is right or God is wrong. But this little gray area we like to stand in so that we don't hurt nobody's feelings, that 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 that's why so many of us is gonna to have to give account for so much when we stand before the Lord. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
And when you say it like that, look, when you say it like that, that is why, that's why when, when we offer the call, when we give the opportunity for you to have a personal relationship, that's why it becomes so prevalent in your life. Because we are going to have to give an account. A lot of people believe, I think, that maybe it's hard for them to say it because they might still be in it or they were in it yesterday or the 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 fear of someone telling them that they were in it yesterday. I, like, I guess there's a lot of different reasons why people just don't speak up about God, I guess. I don't know. But because relationship we're put is, down the line. You're put life. down when you talk about but that's God. Have you so so we've gotten to the point where we're scared to talk about them because we don't want anybody to judge us. We don't want anybody to put us down. We don't want anybody to call us stupid. We don't want to tell anybody to say we're still asleep. For some reason, we really, oh, you're just a sheep. You're just following the flock. That offends us to the utmost, and I don't know why it offends us when the word of God says that Jesus is the great shepherd, so he's the shepherd, then we are the flock, and we should be Amen. following after Jesus. So it, it, it's those things that that's the part. Like even on social media over the past couple of days, people have been putting up posts, I believe in God, and it's okay that you don't, but why do you have to downgrade me and belittle me and da-da-da-da-da because of my belief? My thing is, why do you care? The word of God says say what he told you to say, and they either going right. to receive it or they not. And if they choose Amen. not to receive it, he says, shake the dust off yeah. your feet Amen. and keep and moving. Keep so we got to get to a point where we like, yo, I, I'm not doing this no more. No, I'm not sitting in this classroom while y'all read this. Like, I literally got up and walked out the room. I later went back and took pictures of the books because I couldn't believe that, you know, this was what was being read in story time. But I had to get up and walk out the room. Yeah, I think well, I would have too. If that's really happening, if that's really happening in the neighborhood of wherever you are, then that is something that, you know, whether the letter needs to come anonymous or whatever, it needs to be addressed. You understand? Like, that is, an, um, that is a letter that needs to come because of the fact that I can guarantee you that the people in that neighborhood do not know that that book or those books are being read in that, in that right there. After the, the funniest after the part. Book, the books that I saw, the links that I seen, and then if you kept going, the links just got worse and worse and worse. So as far as I was concerned, it became offensive to me. I didn't even want to listen to it. So Correct. for someone to say, and don't do something because of an adult, I'm thinking, I'm not even sure where you're coming from with that because I'm a whole adult and I'm offended and appalled. Like, cause first and foremost, how dare you sit and read? What the what the hell are you reading? I, I the part even, that was the worst hey. of it all. The part that was the worst of it all was after they read um, the book about butts. The little boys were running around, and it was like every other word was butt, but this, but that, but 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 but. And the staff was like, "Oh no, we can't say that word. No, we don't do that. No, that's what I'm like. Wait." 
Oh, but you just, y'all just read, read a whole book. Y'all just read a whole read book, book where every other word was but, and it described the but, and it told them about a but. And now they're wrong because they keep saying the word that you just read them a whole book about. So we're giving them wrong information, and then we want to penalize them when they give us back the wrong information that we gave to them. This is horrible. Save them. We need a salvation. God, do a call. Look, save some, save someone because Jesus knows that he died for all of us. But this right here, this right here, this is our fight. <laughs> he said no. Yeah, y'all well, ain't on that. Like tomorrow. <laughs> he said y'all ain't yes. on that tomorrow. walk anew to the point where 
your lifestyle is changing. But what you're going to find out is that things that you used to think are funny ain't funny no more. Things that you used to do, you'll no longer have a desire to do. Is it an overnight process? No, it's not. But it is a process that will take place because I'm here to tell you, if God could save me out of my mess, and I know somebody, oh, she was brought up in church. Yeah, I was brought up in church, but I wasn't saved my whole life. I had to come to him for myself. And trust me, I did my share of dirt before I came, and he still chose to love me. He still chose to be there for me. And that was, oh, my gosh, 40 years ago. I was 12 years old the first time I actually said for real. And when I say for real, that's why I'm saying the first time. The first time that it was real for me, I was 12. And even when I would get mad and say, nope, I don't want nothing to do with God, nope, guess what? He loved me so much he would not let me go. Hallelujah. He loved me so much that he stood by me even when I wouldn't stand by him. And he loves you so much that he will stand by you. Because God is not a perspective of person. All he wants is for us to be willing to accept that which he gave. He's not going to force it on you. You have to accept it yourself. And you accept it by simply saying, Father God, I come to you this evening agreeing with your word, confessing that I am a sinner and that I need to be saved. I accept the gift of your son Jesus into my life. I ask him to forgive me of my sin. And I ask him to begin creating me new. In Jesus' name, amen. And let me, somebody was about to say that prayer, and the fact that I said you agree that you're a sinner made you stop. But let me explain to you. The word of God says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So we have all sinned. If you've ever told a lie, even if it was a white lie, according to the word of God, that was a falsehood. You bore false witness. That's a sin. You may not have physically committed a murder, but you may have tore somebody down using your mouth. Guess what? That's a sin. It's called backbiting. There are so many things that we look over and try to justify, but if we agree with God's word, it's called sin. And if you said that prayer tonight, or if you're saying that prayer right now, once you say it, and you tell somebody, hey, I accepted Christ as my personal Savior, according to God's word, you are saved, and we welcome you to the kingdom of God. Now, of course, we encourage you to find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But until then, bless God, that's why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here just for you. And he has us here in two ways. Please join us tomorrow evening at 9 p.m. for another episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. We will be broadcasting DTW Ministry with the host, Reverend Aaron Williams. You do not want to miss this firehouse of God. I'm telling you, the man of God is going to bring a word tomorrow night. And guess what? Tomorrow you can catch a double bubble. 
because at 8 p.m. you can catch this rebroadcast on PKN Radio. That's right, PKN Radio. If you can't, don't have Alexa, you can always go to www.pknradio.com and you can listen via our website to hear a word from the Lord, and then you can join us back here at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom at 9 p.m. to get another word from the Lord on DTW Ministries. We thank and bless God for each and every one of you who are listening in with us this evening. You can follow us on Facebook as well as on LinkedIn. We are at Purpose Kingdom. On Instagram and Twitter, we are Purpose underscore Kingdom. Please join us again on our webpage, www.pknradio.com. You can uh, hit our contact button on our webpage. We would love to hear from you, to talk with you, to pray for you, and to help meet any need that you may have. Again, we love you with the love of Christ. And ladies, I think it's time for us to take it back. Like, you know, with everything that we've got going on today and how 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 this this whole thing just manifested. I wanna take back our voice. I wanna take back the ability to speak up. I wanna take back the ability to see things that are wrong and speak up on it. Say something to injustice. You know, don't don't be don't be a silent partner in it. You know, if you see something and you don't do anything about it, you're just as wrong as they are. That's how we should start that. Don't think it's not happening to me or it's not my people. But no, think that if you don't say anything, they can come and get you too, because you are just as guilty because you could have stopped it or you could have spoke something else into that situation. So my take it back is. Our voices speak up. Yes. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Well, um, in my take it back tonight, I'm gonna uh, say I want to take back the understanding. When I say take back, I understand take back and what it is that we need to do and have our children understand that we do love them, we do care for them, but we not, we're not putting up with the shenanigans. So I understand you kids, I love you, but I'm not putting up with the shenanigans. I'm not accepting anything that's not of Christ. Amen. 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 <laughs> I like that. I'm just putting up with anything. Anything. Take that stuff somewhere else. Because it ain't having it over here. Okay, Jack? Amen. Yes. My take it back this evening, I, I would have to go back to the boldness. I would like to take back Holy Ghost boldness. That boldness that makes us speak up when we need to speak up, not just about the injustices we see, but about immorality. Where's that Holy Ghost boldness 
that Holy Ghost boldness that will make you tell young people yay is yay and nay is nay, and then you stand by it. That Holy Ghost boldness that will make you tell somebody that goes against everything God's word says. That holy and, and understand when I say goes against everything God's word says, I don't care which book you read it in the Quran, the Torah, the Bible, the laws, any holy. Some of this stuff we are accepting goes against everything that God says. But we've lost Amen. our Holy Ghost boldness and we're willing to accept it because society says it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. I want that Holy Ghost boldness back where the saints of God, you know, they used the old saints would come together and they would say, let the saints of God say so. I want the saints of God to start saying so. That's my take it back tonight. Amen. Can't get enough. I got one more thing. Can't get no better. I don't think it can get no better, but I got one for you. You ready? Any final statements before we sign off? 
just thank God, okay. and uh, I love you, ladies, and have a blessed night. Love you also, Sister Adrian. Love you too. Love y'all. Good night, everybody. God bless you. (laughs) Good night, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in with us for Let's Talk About It. Be blessed. See you here tomorrow evening, 9 p.m., for DTW Ministries. Be blessed. Jesus bless. He raised me. I will not lose. He saved me. I will not lose. I will not lose. Never wanna see me down. I will not lose. Save me. I will not lose. Never wanna see me down. I will not lose. Never wanna see me down. I will not lose.